Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download ebooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. All right, Roland, are you ready for another episode of CareCast? I'm always ready. You look, you look ready. I, because I am. <laughs> you you were born ready. My face. I mean, I can't. I, I'd be terrible at poker. <laughs> because you looked at my face and you said, he's yeah. ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you knew that. He I has mean, a... He has a royal flush in his hands, so I'm, I'm out. <laughs> You're out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of a rhetorical question. You knew. Just, I knew. I knew you were just right. by looking. I was just trying to make small talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you know we, we like to you know it's like a comedy routine. You know we got to warm the audience up. But, yeah, yeah. But actually, what follows I don't is not comedy. What follows is actually Truth. it's yeah. it's true. It is actually very. Ha- it is happy news. It's very yes. good and happy news, even though it's not necessarily funny news um and you know i'm i'm partial to things being funny it's sort of mm-hmm. sort of my my way of doing things but this is really great news so contraception which is an a peer reviewed academic journal that is in no way shape or form a pro life publication a christian publication a conservative Not at all. it's just a it's a peer reviewed academic journal right they actually just did a study that found that pregnant pro life pregnancy centers actually offer better services than abortion clinics. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? And you didn't hear that in the press a lot, did I know. You? We're, this hmm. study went hmm. strangely underreported. Hmm. Um, so I, I read about it. Actually, I won't say exactly where I read about it, but it was in a conservative publication. And so right. um, why isn't this, you know, on the? I mean, the New York Times has spent lots of ink talking about fake clinics, yep. right? Um, so you would think that this would be of interest to the folks at the New York Times. Only if it said the opposite. Right. If, if this then, study, you would have, then you would have heard right. that this about this. Yes, because the narrative has been established that yes. we're fake clinics. Yeah. And so if a study, come, like you said, came out and said that, yeah, these, these people are crazy, then, yes, they would have absolutely published that. But, yeah. but what it did say, though, is, is the following. Um, the study provided strong statistical evidence that pro-life pregnancy help centers offer better and less expensive services than abortion uh, facilities. It found that pregnancy centers had shorter appointment wait times than abortion facilities and were considerably more likely to offer same-day appointments. Even more importantly, it found that abortion facilities frequently charge for pregnancy tests and ultrasounds, whereas pregnancy help centers almost never charge for these services. Absolutely. So, again, folks can go look this up. Contraception is the name of the peer-reviewed academic journal. You can go look at their their website and find this study about the um, the, offer, the, the services that pregnancy centers offer. Um, and so— we're frankly not really very surprised by that. No. I mean, we've known this for a very long time. Yes. About just the incredibly high quality services that our affiliates offer. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's 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 a uh, it's a confirmation of, of something that's a known known as far as we're concerned. Right. Um, we've been in uh, the pregnancy centers. Um, had uh, we have them come to our conferences, uh, things of that nature. And frankly, you know, we have a you know not so small hand in, in trying to help them be the best that they can Absolutely. be because that's a big part of the the work that we do is Huge. helping them. Uh, provide those services and, and ministry, and, and and you know as a result, we've had over nine hundred forty thousand lives saved since two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. and then of course key to that also is gospel presentations, over, north of a million gospel presentations, mm-hmm. because we're holistic in terms of yeah. how, how we think about this, and and I think part of the reason why you why this is happening or why you see this is that you know pregnancy centers are transformational. You know, they're, yeah. you know what I mean? They, they they are not just trying to focus on kind of a physical situation, but also an emotional, spiritual, and social. 
right. situation. So they're trying to connect you physically, you know, emotionally, spiritually, and socially and connect with you that way, much uh, in the same way that Jesus did with the woman with the issue of blood, mm-hmm. right? So he, mm-hmm. right, because it's key. What did he do? He he stopped, right? right? So right. He, he, I mean, he, she already had healing. Why did he stop? You know, because he wanted her to be fully restored. It wasn't a healthcare right. transaction, if you mm-hmm. will, of the yeah. day. It was a transformational encounter for her to be physically, emotionally, spiritually, and socially restored. So he stopped, called her sister, mm-hmm. um, you know, invited her back into yeah. the community, did it in a public way so that this woman who needed to walk around saying unclean, 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 right, could now basically say, I am clean, I am clean, I am clean. Mm. And it was Jesus who did that. Mm. Well, it's the same kind of work that we do at pregnancy yeah. centers. So I'm not surprised that people have a view that it's actually better. Right. We, right. Uh, because abortion clinics are transactional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And here's here's the interesting thing about, about abortion clinics and their transactional nature. They absolutely are transactional, but I think they actually believe that it is a it is the nature of that transaction can be transformative when it's really not. Yeah. For example, I, I mean, I think if you're a, say you're a fast food restaurant, I don't think any fast food restaurant is under the impression that the chicken sandwich that they sell you is going to change your life. Right. So they, they understand that it's transactional. They're not deceived into thinking that this is going to transform you. It might transform you for a few minutes because you're really enjoying the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But you know, after a couple minutes, you know, that's it, right? Whereas I think abortion clinics actually do think that this particular kind of transaction, you know, providing this abortion for this person actually is going to transform that person's life for the better. For the better. And so they operate under this. They've deceived themselves into thinking this. So it actually makes their transactional work even more dangerous because they're actually making it out to be something that it's really not, which is purely transactional. Because the reality is that they don't actually care about any of the circumstances that brought that person into that abortion clinic if they're being you know, abused or if they, they're in poverty or all the issues that might have led to them considering an abortion in the first place. They they don't talk about that stuff when the person comes in. They yep. do nothing to offer services to help them, help that person alleviate those problems after they leave. But they still are under this impression that simply by giving them an abortion, we've, quote, transformed them when they really haven't. Yeah. And, and, and also as part of the service model, it's not a whole robust sort of a perspective that's it. If you come in and say, "Well, I decide to keep my baby," right? They don't have this whole again the kind of stuff that pregnancy centers do. Right? They don't have a whole model. It says, "Okay, so here yeah. are the obstacles that you're having yeah. to bring your child into the world from conception to birth, and here's the range of services that we want to provide, and we're going to yeah. kind of case manage you through that process." Right. They nope. don't. In fact, they often actually refer people to our pregnancy center. <laughs> they that's do. a dir- that's like kind of the dirty little secret. Yes. Now you never you'd never hear that from the national level, right? I don't think a Planned Parenthood spokesperson at the national yeah. level is going to talk about that. But at the local level, enough of our pregnancy centers because they're just amazing yeah. people. They've established. decent working relationships with their local abortion clinics to the point where those abortion clinics are actually referring those very clients to our affiliated centers. When that woman does come in and say, I think I'm going to keep the baby, what can you do for me? They say, go to the pregnancy center. They can help you. Isn't that amazing? And the crazy thing is a lot of times, I think most of the time when when they refer them to us, Candidly, is to is to get the pregnancy. It's to get a pregnancy test, right. and to get an ultrasound because right. we don't charge, right? Because they're not going to give that for free, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's actually it's actually them actually acknowledging that uh, it's actually acknowledging that that pregnancy centers are offering these mm-hmm. these services for yeah. free. Yeah, and you know, and, and you know, sometimes you know, if you ever, I know I have, I've watched you know a consumer product 
mm-hmm. you know, try to be positioned as some kind of life changing thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. good marketers, right? Right. They always try to position a transactional product as if it's transformational. Right. Right. True. And there are some brands that have been able to oh, translate. Like if you yeah. buy your life, it's going to be better. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like and there's been masterful in terms of how totally. they've been able to do that. But when you peel it all back, you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. This car is going to what? Yeah. Is it going to what? Yeah. And you realize if you really mm-hmm. don't get caught up in the emotion of it mm-hmm. or the marketing of it, you look at it for what it is. Right. It's like, actually, it's not going to do any of those transformative things right, for me. Right, right, absolutely. It, it, it's, it's just a, more stuff. Yeah. It's just more stuff. Yeah. It's transactional. Yep, yep. So I think that that's one of the reasons why also um, the work that we do is so critically yeah. important. Yeah. Our model on the front is that a life transformed, right? Because yeah, Jesus yeah. said, come as you are, but don't stay as you came. Be transformed, yeah. essentially, by yeah. the new of your mind. That was the principle behind all of what Christ was doing. And and a transactional model, whether it's a Planned Parenthood or, or a, a fast food restaurant, it's come as you are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Stay as you were. <laughs> in other mm-hmm. words, mm-hmm. don't, no, I want you to come in wanting chicken or burgers or whatever it is, mm-hmm. have your burger, and mm-hmm. don't leave going, you know, I don't want to have burgers next time. You want to, yeah, yeah. like, I, come as you are, leave, stay as you Leave loving burgers. Stay as you come were. Come back loving burgers. And again. come back yeah. loving burgers. Yeah, it's absolutely. not transformational, it's yeah. transactional. Yeah, which absolutely. in business, again, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. That's cool. But for a ministry, yeah. Yeah. Um, which which uh, we and I do are. love burgers and so. you do love burgers yeah <laughs> and, and you know and here's an as we sort of wrap up here I, I think another important part of this is that this plays in very nicely in terms of some of the things we've actually seen come out of the federal government around the face act okay mm-hmm. so the face act was a law that was actually passed way back in 1994 believe yes. it or not called the freedom of access to clinic entrances act and what it actually uh does is it actually protects Reproductive health care facilities yes. from threats and actual physically blocking people from entering those things. Now, I think it was originally written with abortion clinics in mind, but the law was written in such a way that it actually does also protect pregnancy centers. And the federal government has actually clearly and officially established that, yes, the FACE Act protects both abortion clinics and pro-life pregnancy centers because it protects all providers of reproductive health care services. Right. Yep. So it's sort of like. You know, again, not that we necessarily like need the legitimacy, but it's certainly an uh, it's certainly a helpful perspective to know that according to the federal government of the United States, we are reproductive health care providers protected by the FACE Act. And then this study provides further evidence that these are not, you know, fake clinics or fly by night unprofessional outfits. Mm -hmm. You know, these are folks that are providing really fantastic services, in fact, better than the ones that are offered by the abortion clinics that get all of the publicity and glory for you know the work yeah. that the work that they do right yeah. um and so it's just really it's again it's it's just more helpful information for us to have as you know maybe we're talking to folks who are pro choice and they say yeah. well aren't you guys fake clinics and we can point to this stuff and say well no no, because if we're fake clinics, then then uh, abortion providers are also fake clinics yeah. and when you unpack the whole fake clinic narrative if you say well again I always encourage people to say when someone says hey you know, CareNet or a CareNet pregnancy center or affiliated pregnancy center, or even if they're not affiliated to CareNet, mm-hmm. um, is a fake clinic. Mm-hmm. I always ask them to say, well, why is it a fake clinic? I mean, invariably what you hear mm-hmm. is that they're fake clinics because they don't offer abortion. Right. And that doesn't make you fake. That makes you limited. Right. Like, right. And every medical provider, mm-hmm. every medical provider is limited in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. I tell people often, my wife is a family practice doctor. If you mm-hmm. come to her for a heart transplant, she don't do it. Yeah. It doesn't make her a fake doctor. I mean, or if a, if a woman went to her dentist and said, can you give me an abortion? Exactly. Does that make that dentist a f- fake 
something, not. anything. No, he's, he's yes. a dentist. He doesn't do abortions. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you went to an abortion provider, and right? said, could you t- clean my teeth? They probably wouldn't do that, right? Exactly, yeah. right? So so um, fake, limited does not mean fake. Right. Limited, limited means, means limited. Limited. And yeah. every medical professional. Everyone. Every hospital, every medical provider limits their services. And it doesn't make them fake because they don't offer a service that you want them to provide. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That doesn't make them fake. It right. makes them limited. Yes. That's and huge. so that distinction is very important yeah. for people to understand yeah. as a pushback to the to the quote fake clinic narrative. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so again, I guess to kind of close up where we are, where we started, you know, uh, pregnancy centers are providing amazing ser- mm. services. You need to be supporting your local uh, pregnancy centers yep. um, the, uh, as much as you possibly can, and obviously supporting the work that CareNet does to support your local pregnancy centers yeah. is really important as yeah. well. Absolutely. And I think that's a great a great way to stop. And again, you can go to care-net.org. And if you click on our Abundant Life blog, you'll actually find some more information about that study that we just referenced. All right. All right. Great. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.